0: Good morning, and welcome to another edition of DFS today. This is your March 11th edition. Friday, the start of the weekend. We have a big 10 game slate for all you wonderful people out there today. <clears throat> With the first game and only game tipping off at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, and then we have one late game tipping off at 10:30. So we have one early, one late. Most of them. Right in that sweet spot of 7.30 uh, to 8.30 with a niner in there as well. But without further ado, let's jump right into it. Uh, The first game on the docket, we have the Minnesota Timberwolves taking on the Orlando Magic. And I'm doing this one earlier in the morning on Friday. So we have all the spreads here. Um, And I'm running this one solo. We have the Minnesota Timberwolves. Magic, 234 game total. The Wolves are point. Road favorites. We have Edwards, McLaughlin, Prince, Vanderbilt, all questionable. Obviously, some news to keep an eye on there. Uh, and Bull Bull Jonathan Isaac both out for the Magic. On the Wolves side of the ball, um, yeah, big big people there. Vanderbilt, uh, Edwards especially. If both of them are missing or one of them missing, a lot of things change here. Uh, right now, Towns is going to be in a really good matchup, but I don't really I don't want to go um, to nearly 11K for him. Even in a in a good matchup, he put up almost six, 60 points in against this team in the first matchup, uh, so I'll keep him there. But on a 10-game slate, we're going to have some other people that I'm interested in. Uh, with that said, D'Angelo Russell, Pat Bev, Malik Beasley, um, McDaniels, possibly Nas Reed. Those are the big guys that I'm looking for, and that's going to depend on Edwards and Vanderbilt's availability. Uh, if Edwards does play, I know Beasley hit 11 trays in the last – his last game so uh you can still keep an eye on that but if if edwards plays i'm not really looking at beasley uh there if vanderbilt plays you can axe mcdaniels Nas reed um if both of them don't play though then reed mcdaniels beasley all become very interesting plays here even though well to a lesser extent if you're going super punt play but uh, then they become in play there and russell gets a boost uh, Patrick Beverly is a guy that I'm looking at either way. Uh, he's only playing mid-20s, but if especially if um, there's no Edwards there, he could flirt with 30 points. He He's done it in two of the last four games, at least 21 fantasy points in all four of the last games, uh, even in limited minutes, in minutes in the twenty. So there's potential for a little bit higher there if Edwards misses. So those are two keys to, k- to keep an eye on. Uh, if they both play, probably not going to have as much exposure Maybe take the Towns' chance as well. Uh, I don't think Edwards is fully healthy. Uh, Vanderbilt's still slipping a little bit, and he's a big rebounder, so that does help Towns out. But if everybody's healthy, slightly less excited about uh, this squad. On the other side of the ball, Wolves are pretty good. Uh, Not the greatest, but pretty good. Wendell Carter Jr. has been on fire. Uh, Maybe not on fire, but really, really solid. Uh, 30 fantasy points just just, has been given lately. But at 7,400, not a cheapish price tag to go he almost he put up over 38 fantasy points against these guys and uh, in the loan meeting so could potentially be solid here i like Mobamba at 5300 now uh, he's playing still low minutes in the 20s um but there's still potential if he can get to 25 30 minutes there uh, for him to put up over 30 fantasy points so looking at him uh suggs and okiki are two other guys that i'm looking at um uh, Suggs is still playing a lot of minutes, even with faults there. It kind of dings him a little bit. I know he just he, he came back after five days, uh, went 0 of 3 the other night, only had two actual points. But that kind of helped drop this price tag a little bit, uh, and he was playing pretty solid before that. And Okiki's just in the rotation very squarely. So uh, 5K, I think he can take chances on a couple of those guys. Uh, and especially Suggs and Okiki, even if the game does turn ugly, they'll be playing. All right, on to the next game. We have the Detroit Pistons taking on the Boston Celtics. We have a 217 game total, which is super low. Um, <clears throat> by the way, the first game was the highest total of the night. Uh, and the second, we have the Celtics as a whopping 14 point home favorite. On uh, the injury report, Aaron Naismith out, Diallo, Hayes, Jackson, Ronnie Magruder, Isaiah Stewart, Chris Smith all out. Go with the Pistons. They are the away team uh yeah and they have most a lot of their big rotation guys out uh, their starting center uh, killian hayes was starting for most of the year he's coming off the bench uh, but that's their backup guard on uh, diallo is their backup wing uh frank jackson is a guy who plays a lot as well so a lot to, a lot of possibilities here uh and a 14 point game spread so i think bagley's going to start at center and he's a solid option at five five i know he, he kind of Stunk up the joint the last game. Uh, only took eight shots in 28 minutes. I think he'll be a little bit better in here, even against a, a tougher matchup. Uh, Kelly Olenek at 44. It just very solid. He only played 20 minutes in the last one. He's going against his old team. Uh, probably could see a little bit more time together with um, Diallo out. Maybe they go a little bit bigger, like Kelly at the four, uh, because you, you know the, the Pistons or uh, the Celtics do do that as well. They have Rob Will. They have... Al Horford, Grant Williams plays there a little bit. Uh, Daniel Tice plays too. So they play a bit, little bit bigger. Maybe you can see Jer- uh, Grant or B- or Bay move up there and the, ro- um, the rotation play more small forward uh, for Grant. <clears throat> so there's a possibility. Um, so I, I do like Kelly Olenek at 4,400. I uh, probably won't go at Sadiq Bay Grant or, or Cunningham in this tough, tough matchup, but we'll go at the centers. Um, Corey Joseph at 3,900. There's no Hayes. Uh, there's no Jackson. He's going to be playing a lot, him and Sabin Lee. Uh, but we know that uh, while Saban Lee's probably the better fantasy option, Corey Joseph is going to be playing a lot more minutes. Um, he's, he's just – you can be – can I should say he's playing safe minutes. You know that the minutes will be there, especially with uh, those guys out. So at 3,900, you can definitely take that for a pump play uh, with all the people out here. All right, on the other side of the ball, 14-point spread is tough. This game could easily turn out to a blowout, uh, while Jason Tatum's been awesome. Uh, I just mentioned Towns that I, I don't know if I'd go there, but $200 extra, I think it'll be a little closer, especially uh, with the injury report. So I'd probably lean towards Towns if I had to put him and Tatum up against each other. Um, Marcus Smart at 6300 I think that's a solid price tag. He's been playing really, really well, and this is a good matchup for him. Uh, in two games against these guys he's only averaged 25 fantasy points uh but he, he should be better than that he's shooting 41 percent from the field this should turn a little bit more uh, maybe we get more grant williams maybe we get more Derek white Derek white he had maximum white value in the last one so we can try and ride that see if it helps again uh, he did play 32 minutes which was a welcome sight against the charlotte hornets uh so Take your chance. See if he does it again. If he goes back to the 20-ish minute roll, 25-minute roll, uh, we're stuck with it. But if he gets 32 minutes again in this matchup, yeah, he can definitely provide value here. Uh, and Grant Williams probably gets some extra time here because of the possibility of a blowout. Uh, and then he plays anyway. He's he's their first big off the bench. Uh, and he's been playing some small ball, smaller ball lineups as well. Sometimes that small forward. So those two guys I like the most, uh, and Marcus Smart as well. All right, jumping on to the next game at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the Los Angeles Clippers taking on the Atlanta Hawks. We have a 228 game total. The Hawks are six-point home favorites. Uh, Nobody on the Hawks is out. Robert Covington, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Norman Powell, Jay Scrub, Jason Preston, all out for the Clippers. We'll start with the Clippers here. Uh, This is a... Pretty solid matchup. Reggie Jackson is going to be in a pretty solid matchup, but at 8,400, uh, he has been struggling outside of the last game. Uh, the two games before that, he struggled very badly. Four of 18 shooting, two of 14 shooting. And that's in between two awesome games uh, against the Lakers and Wizards. At 12 tw- 12 of 21 shooting in the last one and 14 of 30 against the Lakers. I um, think is, it's pretty much going to fall somewhere in the middle. Here, not super crazy at 64 or 50 point game, but not super low as a, as a 20 or 25 point game. Um 8, 400 probably won't go there though. Even in a, in a solid matchup against Andre Young's Hawks defense. Um, probably not going to lean too much into this game in particular. It is a, a pretty high, high total, but um, the people that I would be leaning towards are like a, a Terrence man. He, he did come off the bench a couple games ago. And he was really good. Uh, he was removed from the starting five in the last game. And he brought back nearly 30 fantasy points. He had nine points, nine boards, uh, three stocks, three assists. He looked really solid uh, and played 29 minutes. Played pretty much the same role, uh, but more of the league guy off the bench. Kind of like that for him. And that's when he was doing pretty solid. And then he had a couple nice games uh, as a, when he got in started back. Inserted back into the starting lineup, but i like to see where this goes against the second unit of the Hawks, and 5,500, I would take a chance on that. <clears throat> uh, Marcus Morris Sr., 5,700, decent matchup for him. He played 35 minutes in the last one against Washington, 10 of 15 from the field. Again, I don't expect that, but um, if he can play back into the 30-minute world, now that Robert Covington especially is out, that would help him. That would help him. Uh, a lot, and get more shots. We know he's not afraid to shoot, so um, I'm keeping an eye on that. No Batum plays, played an average of 30 minutes in the last two games, Uh, and if he's going to do that at 4,400, he's another option that you can definitely take here. And if Amir Coffey starts again, even though he didn't play great, 3,800 is another guy you can take as a very pump play there. Alright, on the other side of the ball, we have the Atlanta Hawks. Um, Everybody is back healthy for them, Uh, so Little different here. Um, Capella is going to be in a solid spot at 5,800, but he's been really east outside of when Okungu and Collins were hurt and he was getting extra minutes. He's not playing a ton of minutes here, so can't can't love him to to put up over 30 here. Uh, but I I wish I wish he was because that would that would be a solid play there. Uh, Kevin Herter at 4,500 is a guy that I'm uh, interested in here. He just came back in the last one after missing a couple games. Uh, played 26 minutes, shot pretty well. 4500 we know he's going to start, and that's an option that we can take here. Um, Trey Young is always an option at 10-1. He's cheaper than the than a lot of the other guys. Uh, he didn't have a great game against this Clippers team in the first one, but he could bounce back. Uh, again, I'd still probably lean towards Towns of the three, and I'm going to get to more people that I like to pay up for, so probably not going to have much exposure on this side of the ball um, outside of a little bit of Herter, uh <clears throat> maybe some Hunter, and... Uh, some Bogdanovich is not bad as well off the bench. All right. Jumping on over to the next game. We're hitting the 8 p.m.ers. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks taking on the Houston Rockets. We have a 226.5 game total. The Mavericks are 10-point road favorites. On the injury report, uh, we have Jalen Brunson, Dorian Finney-Smith, both questionable, as well as Schroeder, Jay Sean Tate, Christian Wood. Um out, we have Theo Pinson, Tim Hardaway Jr., Marquise Chris, and Frank Nidalechino is doubtful. All right, we'll throw on to the Mavs side since they are the away team. Uh, <clears throat> Luca, this is, if they were home, they'd probably be 18 point favorites. On the road, 10.5 points uh, is huge. But uh, Luca, in his one game against these guys, he put up a 60 points, easy. Could happen again. I don't mind paying for him. This is just going to be an easy matchup. Uh, And if Brunson doesn't play, Spencer Dinwiddie is intriguing to me as well. uh, At his price tag, 6300 If he does, if Brunson does play, not going to really go towards either of them. Uh, But if Brunson doesn't, Dinwiddie becomes interesting here. Uh, The same, Dorian Finney-Smith is also questionable. So there's some solid value possibly to be had there. Maybe they play Powell. And Kleba a little bit more together. Um, Reggie Bullock would get a couple extra shots. Maybe we see, maybe we see Bertans in the starting lineup. And if if that happened, if he's going to play 25, 30 minutes here at 3100, pretty much a punt play. Yeah, he becomes an option to me too. So it's it, keep an eye on the injury report here and the starting lineup. Uh, there might be a few people here outside of Luca. Uh, that are intriguing and Dinwiddie would be the most intriguing. If Brunson is out, I would probably have more shares of Dinwiddie than Luca and then use that money elsewhere. But now uh, we'll see what happens if both Finney Smith and Brunson do play. Uh, don't mind having some shares Luca, probably some ha- have some shares of Finney Smith uh, and then mostly leave everybody else. Uh, maybe take a Kleba Kleba there, but uh, none of them are are great. Even in a awesome matchup um, on the other side of the ball, more more intriguing things. Uh, Deshaun Tate is questionable. Wood and Schroeder are also questionable. If Wood doesn't play, Sengun at 6,200, even at 6,200, uh, does make sense. He's played 70 minutes in the last two games, and he has 78-plus fantasy points. So um, very, very solid here. If Wood is out, Sengun is in play. <clears throat> if Schroeder's out, Porter Jr., Jalen Green, both get a bump there. Um uh, And I don't mind either of them. If Jay Sean Tate's out, KJ Martin at 4900 is a really good play. Uh, He played. He's played 73 minutes in the last two games and he has over 60 fantasy points uh, in in that same span. Almost 65 fantasy points. So very intriguing him and and Shangun. And then you get the Porter and and Jalen Green boost. If everybody does play, if Wood, Tate and Schroeder play, probably not going to have much exposure uh, against this Dallas team. They're going to split the minutes a lot. And it could be blowout time. We don't know uh, who's going to play what. It's kind of hit or miss. But if everybody does play, it's a little less exciting to me. Uh, Josh Christopher, another guy to keep an eye on. He played uh, 40, 50 minutes in the last two games and has two straight games of over 31 and a half fantasy points. So if he's going to get the minutes again as well, he might be another option. But we'll see what happens on the injury report. All right, another 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time start game, and we are at the halfway point. This is the fifth game of 10. Uh, we have the New York Knicks taking on the Memphis Grizzlies. We have a 2.30 game total. The Grizzlies are nine-and-a-half point home favorites. We have Dylan Brooks is doubtful for this one. Uh, intriguing. He's on the injury report at all. But out we have Grimes, Noel, Reddish, Rose, Kemba, all out. Topping as questionable on the Knicks. Here's some good things to like um, with Rose, Grimes, Reddish all out for a while. Emmanuel quickly, Alec Burks become intriguing. Uh, quickly has played 27 or more minutes in four straight games. He has two 43 point plus games and no points under 27 and a half. So he's bringing back value in the last four games uh, all the time and. Three of those games have been wins, really big wins. Uh, and one of those games is a one-point loss where they just blew it. They had to win. So, quickly, as firmly, is in the rotation right now, 5,200, he's bringing back value. Alec Burks is the same thing. Uh, 5,500, he's been bringing back value. Uh, he had one kind of clinker in the last four, five, five games. Uh, everything else, over 28 fantasy points in the last four games. Uh, outside of that one two-of-nine shooting game against Sacramento, he has at least 34 fantasy points, so those two guys, especially with all the injuries around them, are certainly within play here, even in a tougher matchup. Uh, R.J. Barrett has been awesome as well. He has—he's he, just been really, really solid. I don't know if I'll fully go here at almost 8K in this tough of a matchup. I might just take the probably just going to take the Burks and quick uh, quickly value there, but he is worth mentioning as he has been playing solid. Uh, Mitch Robinson has been playing really solid as well. Almost 5K outside of the the game where he got hurt in two minutes against Sacramento. Um, He has at least 32 fantasy points in three of three games. And again, I'm not including that game where he got hurt. So value to be had on three people on the Knicks, quickly, Burks, and Mitch. And uh, if you're feeling risky, you can take a chance on on RJ as well. All right, Memphis side of the ball. Uh, Also a good matchup for them. The, the Knicks have been playing better. They're trying to make a comeback uh, for that last play-in spot. But there still have been the Knicks a lot of this year. Uh, on this side of the ball, I'm really interested in uh, the top of the charts here. Ja, Bain, Adams. Um, ja had a uh, a 46.5-point fantasy game against these guys, and he only shot 9 of 27 in their, own, their lone meeting. Uh, he's been much, much better than that this year. And he's still, again, he still put up 46 and a half fantasy points. I think he can hit 50, possibly 60 here at 10, eight. Um, I like him, him and towns are, are similar here in their in their high price. But, uh, jaws up there. Desmond Bain really solid in his loan meeting against these guys. He put up 34 fantasy points. And again, he also shot only four of 18, four of 18. And all he did was hit four threes. I didn't make one shot inside of the arc. So still would have hit value in this matchup, even with that terrible shooting performance. Uh, so I really like Bane in this one, and Adams has been playing a lot better. Uh, so I'll keep an eye on him, but 6,200 probably out of my price range for him. I'd rather just go to Bane. All right, next game, we have the Cleveland Cavaliers taking on the Miami Heat. We have a 210 game total, which is not surprising given the two defensive teams that are going up against each other. And the Heat are five-point home favorites. On the injury report, we have Jared Allen, Karis LeVert, Colin Sexton, Dylan Windler all out. And then we have uh, Markeith Morris still out, returned to com- competition reconditioning. He's almost back from that uh, injury from Jokic. And then Caleb Martin is questionable. We'll start with the Cavs side of the ball. And this is a tough matchup because it's just a lot of... Um, A lot of injuries, a lot of defense here. Uh, But the front court is intriguing still with Jared Allen out. Kevin Love, Evan Mobley, Laurie and all get bumps. Uh, They are going to go against Bam, so it's not the easiest of rides here. Um, But Mobley has been playing fantastic. Still 7-2, kind of tough. Uh, Him and Bam are going to go at each other. It's going to be a great thing to watch. Uh, Love only played 15 minutes in the last one, but uh, before that he was playing... Thirty, twenty-six, twenty-six. 26 a couple games before that he was more in the rotation you would have seen better from him uh you would have liked to seen a little bit more from him in the last one but it's okay we can bounce back to him at 6300 uh laurie Martins has been playing a little bit better as well 5900 uh don't don't mind these guys probably won't go to garland uh, i'll just look straight at the front court in here and um uh, there's still some options around those price tags that you don't have to force it in this tough matchup, but the front court's where you're going to want to look with Jared Allen out. On the other side of the ball, Jimmy Butler is, is, is obviously a huge question mark. Uh, he is questionable. I don't know if I said him. I might have just said Kayla Martin. Sorry about that. Uh, Kayla Martin and Jimmy Butler are questionable. Uh, Jimmy Butler doesn't play. We know where we can go here. Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry, um, Bam gets a bump too, even in a tough matchup. But that's where we go. Oladipo's back. Who cares? I don't know why he's 6,200. Don't pay for him. There's there's no reason why he should be that much money. Um, if Butler does play, I'm not going to have much exposure to many of this these guys. Uh, Caleb Martin could be in play as well if there's no Butler, but if there is, we can pretty much back in all those guys that get a bump here. Uh, mostly going to leave the team alone. I don't mind to go to Jimmy if he plays, but... Uh, if he does play, he would be the only guy I'm looking at on the team. If he doesn't, Hero, Lowry, Martin uh, all become somewhat intriguing to me at different levels. I would like Hero over Lowry and Martin um, as a point-per-dollar pump play at 4K. I would like that. All right, jumping on over to the next game at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the Charlotte Hornets taking on the New Orleans Pelicans. We have a 2.31.5 game total and the Pelicans are three and a half point home favorites, which is weird considering all of the people that they are missing. On the injury report, we have Hayward, Book Knight, both out. Uh, McDaniels, probable. Ingram, Lewis, McCollum, Nance, Zion, all out for the Pelicans. We'll start with the Hornet side of the ball. Uh, LaMelo Ball, 8,600. A very good play tonight for me. Uh, You're going to have a lot of Devontae Graham, who was on the team last year as the the main uh, defender on LaMelo. And that's that's always a good thing. Uh, Terry Rozier, probably going to see a lot of Herb Jones, so not as much here. I I do like him. Uh, Herb probably split his time between Bridges and Rozier. He's the best defender that they have. Um, I would just rather pay for ball uh, above these guys right now. Uh, Ubre at 5,400 is not a terrible play. Um, Washington, and then you got the, the centers there in Plumlee and, and Harrell. Uh, I think there's some to like here, but a, a lot of it is these guys are going to be capping each other in value. Uh, outside of LaMelo Ball, that's how I think, but LaMelo is going to be one of my favorite plays tonight to attack. Uh, he hasn't been playing great, probably going to have less ownership, uh, but the matchup suits it him very well. He hasn't played against these guys yet this year, uh, but I think he's in store for a really solid game here, really big game here. And I think he should see more than the 30 minutes he's been seeing lately. All right, on the other side of the ball, there's some value to be had uh, with no McCollum, no Ingram. Zion hasn't played this year. Uh, The offense is going to run right through Jonas. Val, last game he had 30 and 15 uh, but in 34 minutes. We can see something similar to that. Uh, So at 7,800, I think he's in play. Herb Jones is going to have to take on a big role here. And so is Jackson Hayes. So uh, both those guys, I don't mind playing. Anytime you're going against Charlotte, you get an offensive jump anyway. And then with no Ingram and no McCollum, uh, those three guys are going to have big roles here. Um, Hernan Gomez, playing against his former team, has gotten outside of the last game. He was playing minutes in the mid-20s. If he can do that again, that's nice. But I don't see them going big here uh, as Charlotte goes smaller a lot, but Devonte Graham is the one guy I didn't mention yet. Uh, I guess Najee Marshall you can mention because he's been playing more, but Devonte Graham I didn't get to yet because he's only 4,300, and I would not want to look at him at all until McCollum went just went out uh, and he's joining um, Ingram on the sideline. So Devonte Graham should jump back right right back into the starting lineup, going against his former team at only 4,300. Should play 35 minutes. He's going to be my favorite value play of the night. I'll just say it now, uh, He should have no less than 15 shots. He shouldn't be shy of shooting here. Hayes, Jones, they don't really create their own shots. Uh, J-Val, not really as well. Graham can, and you know he will. And you know he'll take them too. So Graham, those four guys, Graham, Hayes, Jones, J-Val, all in play for me. uh, And I'm going to have the most exposure to Graham in this matchup. All right, jumping on to the next game at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The only one. All three of these games, last games, are all different times. We have the Utah Jazz taking on the San Antonio Spurs. The Jazz are six-point road favorites, and we have a 2.29 game total. Um, injury report: Romeo Langford out. Primo, doubtful. Kaycock, probable. Get a Bates D up, also doubtful. On the Jazz, Boyan, Bojan, uh, Jared Butler, all out. Starting with the Jazz. 6 points spread. Um, this is, this this will be a better game than expected. Donovan Mitchell at 8,600. He is a good play. He had 46 fantasy points against these guys in the first meeting. Probably going to have a ton more in this one as well. Uh, for the upside, I'll probably just go with in, in that last one where I mentioned ball. Uh, but Mitchell... Is in play here as well. Rudy Gobert, seventy-four hundred, is in play. Um, no Boyan, both those guys, especially Mitchell, are going to get a couple extra shots here, a couple extra looks. So um, that does help. Mike Conley has been playing Dookie lately. Uh, right after they after they mentioned that they wanted to get him ramped up, play more minutes, uh, ready for the playoffs, he's played minutes in the mid twenties, and actually twenty in the in the last game. Uh, the other night. So real change here, but he's been playing Dookie the last three games. I think it'll bounce back with no Boyan. but uh, I don't blame you if you want to stay away from him for this game and jump more on like a Jordan Clarkson uh, who has been playing solid outside of the last game as well, which was just a massive blowout. So you can just forget, forget that one, but he's been playing pretty solid at under 5k. Now it's been a a while since we said that uh, no Boyan. He's going to be leading the second unit and getting more shots up with the first unit as as they probably play could play smaller as well to match up to the Spurs there. Uh, So those three guys are the guys that I'm looking at the most and and a go-bear. But Conley, maybe. Maybe I take a chance, maybe not. But I'd rather just take Clarkson at this moment. Uh, And Donovan Mitchell is in play, very much in play here. Uh, He could put up another 50. On the other side of the ball, Murray at 11k that's just too rich for me. He's been playing awesome. Four four straight games of at least 57 fantasy points. Uh but, uh, but that's too much for me. 11k in this matchup. He did have 56 fantasy points against them in the first one, but I think we could save a couple thousand here uh, and go after some of the some of these other guys here. Um Vassel at 5200. He's in play for me. He in 26 minutes in in two games against these guys. He's only averaged 23 minutes, but Uh, He should be playing high 20s now, low 30s. Uh, Vassal is a decent option here, but not too much else. I don't really want to attack this particular matchup uh, in general. All right, next game, we have the Toronto Raptors taking on the Phoenix Suns. For the spread, we have a 223 game total, and the Suns are 5.5-point home favorites. Cam Johnson, Frank Kaminsky, Chris Paul, Dario Saric, OG Anunoby, Isaac Bongo, Justin Champagne, Malachi Flynn, David Johnson, all out for this one. On the Raptors side of the ball, they are the away team. We'll start with them. Um, probably not loving Siakam Van Vliet. This is still a tough defense, even without Chris Paul. Uh, don't want to pay up too, too much there, even in a, a decent 222.5 game total. Uh, Scotty Barnes, I liked him at point. Now that... Van Vliet, Siakam are both there. Or most of the people are there. He's probably he's not going to be initiating as much offense, uh, but he does do that a lot as well. So from game to game, he could, but the consistency on that is a little bit less. That said, um, probably not having a ton of exposure here. I don't hate a Trent. I wish he was back to like uh, 6K-ish, where he was a couple games ago. Uh, but 6 6 just a bit outside my price range. Uh, Boucher, Precious are a little expensive for barely playing. Dad Young, Ken Burke, they all split those minutes there. Uh, so I think we can, for the most part, avoid these guys. If you wanted to go with the VanVleet at 82, it's not super expensive, but I'd rather just uh, – I just said two people, Lamelo and, and Donovan Mitchell around that price tag, 400 more each, uh, that I'd much rather have and feel much safer with. So I'm probably just going to leave Toronto alone on the other side of the ball. Still a tough matchup here. Uh, campaign is now 7k now he's priced appropriately Uh, a couple games ago he was still 48 and then 53 uh, but now he's priced appropriately so we don't have to attack him uh, especially with booker back near 7k it's a little expensive there um uh, i like to go to him but that's just a little expensive the person i really like is deandre in this matchup uh you can't attack the front court of the 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 Raptors, uh, he only had 28 fantasy points against these guys in the first meeting in 30 minutes, but he only took 7 shots. He hit 5 of 7 from the field. Um, had some foul trouble at 4 fouls, but I like the matchup for him at 7,200. There's some upside there. Uh, that's probably it. Maybe Jake Crowder at 5,400 with Cam still out. Can potentially look at him, uh, but not too, too much here. With Booker back and A and uh, Payne's price tag getting more respectable, we don't have to go at uh, either of those guys right now. So Aiden Crowder for me in the front court. All right, jumping on to the next game, the last game of the night at 10:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the Washington Wizards taking on the Los Angeles Lakers. We have a 227 game total. The Lakers are five point home favorites. AD Kendrick Nunn. Bradley Beal, Vernon Carey, all out. Thielen Horton, Tucker, LeBron James, questionable. Malik Monk, probable. All right, we'll start with the Wizards. Uh, and this is a return game for Kyle Kuzma and Caldwell Pope. Um, those two has I I have some interest in. Caldwell Pope, the last three games, he's been really good. Uh, even before that, he was putting them near value, but under 5K. I think we can take a chance on him. He's playing in minutes in the mid-30s. 30-plus minutes into the mid-30s, uh, 4,800 against his former team that can't defend. Yeah, I think he's going to want to uh, show out here. I think Kuzma's going to want to show out as well. This is He's back in L.A. for the first game, first time playing back in L.A. since he got traded. Um, 8,800 is a little rich for my blood, but the matchup is, is good, so he'll be in my player pool. I probably won't have much exposure to him, uh, but <clears throat> the matchup suits him. And, again, back in L.A., that's a big storyline. Porzingis. If he was playing minutes in the thirties, yeah, I would I would think he could easily beat this price tag. And I still think he could in uh, limited minutes, twenty to twenty six minutes, but I don't wanna take I don't want to spend seven three for a guy who's not gonna play thirty minutes or a guy I know is not gonna play thirty minutes. Um probably I, I think Rui, you could take a chance on it, thirty four hundred. He's really hit or miss, but um you look at his game log scoring, eighteen points, then three. Then 19 actual points, I'm saying. Uh, 11, 10. There, there's upside here. He had 20 a few games back. Uh, th- he doesn't do much outside of scoring. This is a matchup that he can score potentially 17-plus actual points. Uh, maybe pitch in a little bit else and get you 25, 30 fantasy points. So he's a punt play option here uh, if you need one. I'm going to lead the point guards. are probably going to split a lot of time. I don't hate. Like, I really like N- Nito. And... Um, Ish and Sadaransky. I love the matchup, but they're all going to be splitting, so it's, it's tough. Uh, Advia, I don't mind taking a chance on at 42. I don't know if the minutes will be there, but uh, it's just a very solid matchup. But the people that I can count on, Caldwell Pope, really like them at 48. Kuzma, just a little rich for me, but if you want to go there, you can go there um, and take a chance on Rui. And those are the guys that I'm looking at the most. Unless there's an injury, but this is at 10:30, an hour and a half after the game before this, so probably not going to hear anything there. On the other side of the ball, yeah, we probably expect LeBron to play. Uh, Monk, Tucker, both questionable as well. Uh, and those, that's uh, or Monk is probable. Sorry about that. Um, Tucker is questionable. That opens up some minutes for some other guys here. Uh, this is a good matchup as well. <clears throat> if LeBron didn't play. For some reason, uh, after seeing 45 minutes against Houston in a loss the other night, then Westbrook, 8,300 against his former team, uh, would become very much in play here. As would Malik Monk at 5,700 and Carmelo Anthony. Possibly Taylor Norton Tucker if he plays, but yeah, he's super. Uh, If LeBron does play, he is in play. This is a good matchup for him. He's on a tier right now he has back-to-back games of over 71 fantasy points uh in 39 45 minutes they, they need him to just play a ton of minutes here but they're likely gonna play playing in the the play-in game regardless on and have to win two of them so if they want to rest him, they can but if he plays he's in play for me westbrook maybe uh mellow I really don't want to go to anybody, to be honest. Uh, and, it's, and it's late, so we might not have the news early. But um, there are some things to be okay about. You know they're going to score a lot of points in this matchup. It's just very inconsistent here. All right. That does it for today's podcast. Um, before we head out of here, I will throw out my favorite player tiers of the day. Uh, we'll start with... Hmm, I, know, I know everybody... Uh, DJ Sammy Caps likes to change it around. I think Dave does too. Uh, But we'll start with favorite high-priced play of the day. Uh, And I'm going to go against the grain here a lot and throw out LaMelo Ball. I mentioned it before. Um, 8,600 against the Pelicans with no McCollum, no Ingram. Could get out of hand here, so he might not play a ton of minutes. Uh, But he could just run wild against Devontae Graham and, and everybody else, if especially if Herb Jones is seeing a lot more of Rosier and Ball. Uh, there's not really a defender for... I mean, I said Rozier and Ball. Rosier and Bridges, there's not really a fender, defender for Lamello that's going to contain him if, if he wants. So uh, that's where I'd go, and I'm going to take a chance on that. I don't think he's going to be high-owned either, so kudos if we can get him, and he goes off there. As for favorite, low play of the night i think i already said it so we will we'll go with uh mid tier here and a couple of these depend on injury like if uh wood is out i really like shangun but i won't fully and then dinwiddie as well so it's it's tough i'm gonna try and uh give me a second let me pick someone who is not injury dependent because the first three guys i had uh we gonna be injury dependent in this mid tier so me two seconds, let me get to you. And again, if they if there are injury, if Shangun is playing, uh, or if there's no Brunson, then you can go to that matchup in Dinwiddie and Shangun. Uh, But no injuries, I like myself some. Uh, I'm I'm feeling a big game from Desmond Bain here again. Another guy I'm going against the grain with 6600 in New York or against New York. Um, it's gonna be a tough, grinded out game, but he had a really good game against these guys in the first one, fantasy wise, and he shot like Dookie. I don't expect that to happen again. All right, and my favorite value play of the night—I said it before—Devonte Graham. It's just everything set up for him. Everything is set up for him to be a chucker, a gunner, and to just go off here. Uh, so Devonte Graham at forty-three hundred. And I, you guys know why everybody's everybody's missing that one. All right, and if I, I could have said in the mid tier, Jay Valley's another guy I'll throw in there. Uh, he's not injury dependent. He was my third guy. <clears throat> All right, thank you guys for tuning in, and girls, and everybody else. Uh, we will catch you again tomorrow. Peace.